My name is Alex Wilpon, and I'm a patron because I'd break my ass for RHAP any day. To find out more about the benefits of becoming a patron like Alex Wilpon, who you just heard, visit robhasawebsite.com slash patron. The smartest guys around are about to break it down like they've won the game a million times. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all. Survivor no way to Yes, that's right. It's the Survivor Know-It-Alls live after episode number nine of Survivor Kageon. I am Rob Sisvio, and here is my partner, my partner in crime, who is uh, worth worth hurting your butt for, uh, Stephen oh. Fishback. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to be described that way. Hey, thanks so much, Rob. It's great to great to see you. Great episode of Survivor. This season has not disappointed. There has not been one episode where I was absolutely sure who was going home. I don't think there's been one single episode, so really excited to talk about today's episode. Uh, the super idol comes into play, uh, you know, highly controversial, and, uh, uh, you know, some big moves and some unexpected uh, strategies. So uh, what, what do you think? All right, we're going to break it all down here. Yeah, if you would ask me about 8.30 tonight, uh, who was going home, I don't think I would have had Jeremiah in the top three. So this was sort no. of a, uh, e- even though he was in the what turned out to be the minority alliance, we did have a little bit of a shift from where things were at the end of the last episode. So that was not, I don't think a lot of people predicted that alliance coming back together after voting out LJ on last week's episode. So we'll break it all down. We'll talk about everything that happened tonight. Of course, we're live here on RobHasWebsite.com and we've got our chat room going here on RobHasWebsite.com. You can also send us your tweets, hashtag RHAP, and then as well as our YouTube channel, post your comments on the YouTube video at RobHasWebsite.com slash YouTube. And of course, Please give us your comments even after the show. If you're listening in the archives, we definitely want to know what you think. We get so many comments during the week, and we love hearing what everybody thinks about the episode and also our recap here tonight. So, Stephen, how's your week? Everything's good? It's good, man. You know, things are good. New York is a little bit sunny now. Finally getting some good weather. It's been a brutal winter. Uh, should we talk about that? Let's talk about that. You seem chipper. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm happy. Um, yeah, no, good week. You know, the highlight of the week, though, is talking to you. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, let's. Here's where I want to pick pick things up tonight, Stephen. I want to know at Tribal Council. Okay, yeah. Spencer oh, has a decision here to make. Yeah, and I like it. His decision to make is a play the idol on myself or b play the idol on Jeremiah. And then there's a little bit of a wrinkle that comes up with Tony ends up doing something. And right. my question for you is. What did Tony do, and did that have any impact on what Spencer ended up doing? So I, I think it's a really good question because watching, I had to I had to rewind and watch that bit again. I was like, what just happened? So it looked like what happened is that Spencer pulls out his idol, goes to show it to Jeff, and then correct me if I'm wrong, but Tony says it's not real, or 
Or then Tony pulls out his idol from his bag of tricks, but it's still wrapped, so it's not clear what it is, and he kind of brandishes it and looks afraid. And I think what Tony is trying to communicate here is that he's afraid, that he's trying to make Spencer think that he's afraid of Spencer playing the idol on himself. And as a result, uh, Spencer does play the idol on himself uh, because he thinks Tony's afraid of that, and, and that's the wrong move. Okay. Do you think that that is actually what happened? Do you think that Spencer was going to give the idol to Jeff for Jeremiah? And then once he's, it looked like Tony was going to then play his idol that then he said, okay, I'm going to stay the course. I mean, let's be honest here, right? Spencer's getting up to play an idol. He's been competitive in the immunity challenges. It's getting down there where people are flipping, they're flipping back. Spencer, 90% shot is playing an idol on himself. He wants to be there for another three days. He wants to give himself another shot to do better. Maybe if he saw like people laughing at him and pointing, you know, an open mockery of his idol, he might he might play it on Jeremiah. Uh, but I, I think there's a, a huge preponderance of, of likelihood that he's playing out on himself anyway. And maybe Tony slightly influenced that. I think that's a great question to ask Spencer. Ultimately, at whatever point I get a chance to talk to him, I feel like that's uh, that's very close to the top of the list of did that have any impact on what he was doing? Because if what you're saying is right, that if Tony, oh, oh, like he's panicking, going through his bag, that it looks like Spencer is going to go up, then that would be great gamesmanship. And you have to give Tony a lot of credit if that's ultimately what happened. I, I think that maybe would happen, but I think it probably didn't have a huge impact on Spencer's decision to play it on himself. Uh, you know, th- you know, as much as he, he appreciates Jeremiah, even if Jeremiah doesn't go home that day, uh, you know, his alliance is still down in the numbers. For Spencer, he's got to be thinking, I need to, I need to go uh, further in the game myself. Yeah, even still, I think that the right move for Spencer, yeah, it would have been great to be able to get rid of Wu in that spot, but for Spencer, his circumstances don't technically really change that much, where if it's uh, they vote out Wu, and now they're only down 4-3 in the numbers, because I guess potentially you would only have to get one person to switch, but if that alliance is still strong, and Tony still has that idol that he has, like the difference between just Spencer and Tasha being in the game and just uh, the three of them being outnumbered four to three, the circumstances are not that different. And there's no more letters that are going to sway Jeffrey's opinion. You know, there's no more incoming messages or signs that are going to change Jeffrey's alliances. Uh, you know, the other thing to think about here is that in some ways, you, if you're in the minority alliance, are benefited when your alliance gets picked off because then you have the opportunity instead of pulling someone over to kind of get pulled over, you know, assuming that, you know, at five or at six, the, the bigger alliance is thinking, well, how do I manipulate my, you know, how do I move myself into the top group? Uh, you know, once you're that, you, you could be that swing vote. Right. It's the counter argument that you could have made a year ago when Malcolm decides to start giving idols away to Reynolds and Eddie and saying, "Okay, hey, we're going to make a move. But then guess what? After you play those idols, then you're back to down in the numbers and you're going to get picked off because the bigger alliance is still functioning, as opposed to if you could be the last person standing from the other side when you get down to six and they say, "Okay, well, let's let's go ahead and let's bring you in so we can make our move on Tony and then we slot number you and you could advance further in that way. So I feel like at the end of the day, playing the idol on yourself and making sure at least you are going to see three more days is not the end of the world. Whereas opposed to had he been wrong 
and given right. the idol to Jeremiah and the votes for, were for him, that's the worst case scenario of all. And he's able to avoid that. He doesn't get like the best case scenario where he plays the idol for Jeremiah and gets somebody out from there, that side. But I don't think that like the, the worst case scenario is so, is so catastrophic that you avoid that altogether. I don't have a major problem with what Spencer did. Here's where I think Spencer really went wrong, though, is when Jeremiah gave his Google modeling address, I think Spencer should have promoted his Twitter handle. You know, that's a missed opportunity right there. Yeah. Yeah. He should have. He should have. <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have a Twitter and you can yeah. follow me um, at, at Spencer uh, BGM and then you can yeah. uh, follow me. That would have been good. All right. Well, did you know Jeremiah was a model? Uh, I, I think that was in his preseason press, right? I think I think that was a known thing. Like, yeah, yeah. that was really the, the the worst confession on reality <laughs> TV since I think it was maybe Average Joe two when the girl <laughs> confessed that she had dated Fabio to the guy, like the guy, like like uh, like she picks the guy and says, "I have I have something important I have to tell you." I dated Fabio once, and the guy like walks off and says, "Oh, <laughs> that's I I didn't know that." Like, screw you. Um, that was basically I don't know what Jeremiah the reaction he was hoping for was well also like what what is like why has he been this is like this is the problem with survivor now right everyone's got some deep dark secret tony's secretly a cop jeremiah's secretly a model why are you trying to hide the fact that you're a model like i guess you don't want people to think of you as like a dumb pretty boy but you know that's apparent you know it's apparent just from who you are (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that made no sense. It's the, yeah. the I'm going to lie about my job has gone too far. When you're a teacher, you lie and say you're a nurse. When you're a nurse, you lie and say you're a teacher. It makes it's it's so it's gone way too far. The uh, we we talked about this with all the shows that we cover. Uh let's Would go- you be worried would you be worried about someone knowing you were a podcaster? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I would be I actually lie in real life and don't tell people I'm a podcaster <laughs> because I just yeah. tell them, oh, I'm a I'm a teacher. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Because there's too many questions like what? What do you do? What do you, and you make money. That's you make money from that. Uh, it's it's terrible. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's go to talk about Tony and finding the Tyler Perry idol. Finally, yeah. and, and I have to say, Stephen, I'm a little disappointed that the Tyler Perry idol is now in play because I feel like it makes things less interesting now at this point that Tony has this idol. I agree. I mean, you know, a lot of Tony's like crazy manic energy has been him flipping people and him being scared about LJ and him, you know, trying to stay one one step ahead of the vote and his like crazy paranoia. And now he's got a little bit of comfort. And I think that's a real one of the big problems. I mean, the two big problems with the Tyler Perry Idol are one, it, it just makes someone too powerful. But but two, you know, it actually kind of decreases the narrative tension. You know, is Tony going to be worried when Spencer next week is trying to tell him that people are plotting against him he doesn't care he's got this super idol you know so I, I think that that like decreasing paranoia decreasing people's desire to make a big move just hurts the game uh i'm so against this stupid idol yeah this was really the worst case scenario tony finding the tyler perry idol now while tony has been great television uh, that right. i can't take anything away from what tony's done tony has delivered 110 percent this whole season but now the fact that there's no danger that he could be in where any plans that go against tony they can't even vote him out and it, and so you you just have to put tony in the final four and i feel like part of the fun of this season was could tony pull this off and what right. moves are tony going to pull out of his butt 
to try and get there? What spy shack does he have to make? And so I felt so it was so fun watching Tony. And now the fact that we just, okay, just pencil him into the final four or whatever you could play that idol up until now. I feel like this has gotten less fun. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. I mean, he's he's been just sort of like dancing this tightrope of like insane big moves um, and and uh, just crazy gameplay. And, you know, I don't think he'll step it back because I think it's in his nature uh, a little bit. You know, he creates trouble even when he doesn't have to. But uh, it is too bad. You're right. It does take away some of the fun and the drama. And while it's great that, like, you know, we're always going to have Tony around, at least until the finale, uh, it's too bad that he, you know, you know, he kind of doesn't doesn't get the chance to even get there on his own merits. You know, it's kind of like an asterisk. It's like Yule had when he won the uh, when he won whatever season that was. Um, Exile, whatever it Cook was. Island. Uh, Cook Island. Yeah. Cook. Yeah, thanks. You know, like, you look at that accomplishment and Yule played a great game, but everyone is like, well, but he also didn't really have to play the game. So uh, I almost feel bad for Tony in this situation. Now, is Tony allowed to tell people about the powers of this idol? I, I'm very confused right now between all of the Big Brother Canada 2 I'm watching right now where I forget, like, what things are you allowed to tell people you have? What are you not allowed to tell people you have? So is Tony allowed to tell people that this idol is special powers? I think he, I mean, Tony can clearly say whatever he wants. You know, I, I think he's absolutely allowed to say that. The one thing he's not allowed to do is play it on someone other than himself after the vote is read. Okay. So for Tony, really, it's, I, I just like, uh, yeah, I really, I don't like that they did this because I, I also feel like this is now certain doom for Spencer and Tasha. I, one of the two of them is definitely going home next week. Yeah, it looks like that alliance of five is, is uh, standing strong. Uh, it doesn't look like anyone's really going to budge in that group. Yeah. Now, luckily for those two, they happen to be coming in first and second in every single immunity challenge that goes on. So there's a good chance that one of those two is going to win immunity and be able to move on. But for them to break, like the only way they'd be able to sell the group of five on breaking up the five is that, hey, let's take out Tony. And now that we know that that can't happen now, so you can't take out Tony, like there's no way that they'll be able to pull off a successful move and then be able to say, put the votes on Wu or Trish next week. Right. I mean, Jeffra's whole thing was Jeffra wanted Tony gone. Like, Jeffra's fine with Trish and Cass and Wu. She just didn't like Tony. So are we going to really believe that Jeffra's going to flip next week? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Even what Spencer did at Tribal Council, which I thought was very, very smart to say, hey, Tony's got my vote. You know, that all three of us, we're all voting for Tony. So you guys keep Tony around if you want, but then you're going to lose to him in the end. If you think that everybody's going to be bitter on the jury and not vote for Tony, and that's why you're keeping him. That's not true. We're all voting for Tony. And, you know, even if they if they turn around and say, hey, you know what? That's a good point. We can't keep Tony around. If we keep him around, he'll win. They can't even vote him out. So there's no way until uh, the next place that Tony is vulnerable will now be two tribal councils from now. Um, so it won't even be, we will, can't even possibly be talking about Tony going home until survivor know-it-alls on, it looks like the two tribal councils from now. So it will be a week before the finale on May 14th. So no, no, mark your calendars, mark your calendars. That's the next time we could possibly be talking about Tony going home. Um, the other thing I really don't like about this idol is that the other players in the game don't know what it can do. And, I kind of think it's unfair that there's incommensurate information uh, about what's going on. You know, and it's always the case that some people have a clue to an idol and other people don't know what an idol is. Um, 
But in this case, everyone knows there's a super idol out there, but they weren't clear about what those idols' powers were. And it does seem like to make the game fair, people should know the rules. And maybe it was in, you know, the, the pamphlet you get before you play, the, the giant contract. Maybe it was like some, you know, codicil of a clause in that. But uh, it doesn't seem like anyone other than Tony knows the powers of the idol. And that, that you know, you can't even strategize against that. Well, the other thing that bums me out about it is that Tony found it without a clue. So we really don't know what production's plan is right. on this on, on this hidden idol. Because that maybe production was going to say, okay, maybe at the final five, we're going to put out an idol and you have one tribal council to find it. Or even two weeks. It, it's conceivably, since there was no clue that anybody found, then this was, Tony found the idol before production wanted it to be found. And now the conspiracy theorists out there are going to be saying, oh, well, they must have told Tony where to find it. But I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Right, right. I don't, um, think I, buy, I don't think I buy that because as we're talking right now, it makes the show less interesting that Tony has the idol. Yeah, but the existence of the idol makes the show less interesting. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the decision to include that was like inherently making it less interesting. Okay. So you feel, you think, it, it, is it possible that you feel like uh, Tony could have been given... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that at all. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that, that Tony got hints. I mean, we saw him digging in the dirt. We saw him going from tree to tree. You know, we didn't, you know, he wasn't let along. You know, I, I, I think Tony was feeling desperate and scrambled. I mean, you know, he also built a spy shack this episode. You know, Tony's doing things that he doesn't have to do. Uh, and it's paying off for him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, okay, so I have those dates wrong, apparently. So, um, <laughs> thank you, chat room. We, it looks like, so now we're down to the final seven as of the 23rd. Then we'll be down to the final six on the 30th, one week from today. We'll be down to the final five on the, on the seventh. And then we'll only get down to the final four on the 14th. So that will mean that, fast forward, Tony's in the finale. Congratulations, Tony. We'll see you on March, on May 21st for our special finale coverage of Survivor Kageon. Um, Assuming you get to play it until the final four. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's exciting. Good for good for Tony. Good for Tony. Congratulations. Team TV is in full effect. So he's basically bought himself another month of Survivor here tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, I, I did not. Uh, I don't love wh- how this changes the dynamic because the biggest selling point for this season had been how unpredictable it was. And now right. I feel like we have a big piece of unpredictability. And I feel like every week it was like, is, it, is Tony going to pull a big move or, or are they going to catch up to Tony? Are they going to send right. Tony home? And that was and that was what I felt was like was the most fun. And I feel like that's sort of been taken away from us. To be fair, like in this episode, Cass also kind of made the point, you know, let's keep Tony around to the end because he's super irritating. So we're we're also seeing not just Tony getting this sort of superpower to keep him to the end, but we're seeing the strategic reasons why people are taking him to the end in the kind of like Russell Hans heroes versus villains way where people are like, I want to be next to Russell at that final tribal because he may be pulling all these big moves, but people really don't like him. So uh, that, you know, there's, there's certainly that. And, you know, Spencer saying, Hey, we're voting for Tony. does not actually, it's not a binding commitment on Spencer's behalf. Sure. No, of course it's a more, it's more of a game move than a promise. 
But right. I do think if push comes to shove, I do think that they will give the game to Tony rather than, you know, somebody like uh, Wu. Trish. No, Trish. Now, Trish has been very has been very good. I want to talk about Trish next. Yeah, however, I like Trish. However, the things that Trish is doing, I don't know necessarily how much is Spencer seeing what Trish is doing. Now, Trish was huge tonight in getting Jeffra back on board. But do yep. Jeremiah, Spencer and Trish know that? Uh, Tasha, you mean? Uh, sorry, Jeremiah Tasha. Spencer, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and Jeremy, I mean, and Jeremy also. <laughs> Jeremy, that you know what? I think that's the question all the time with someone in Trish's role is how much is she communicating to the jury? Uh, you know what what her game is, and so the, so let's talk let's talk about it. Uh, you know, Rob. So so Je- so Jeffrey goes on the reward and is seduced by Spencer and by this magical. Can we note. start earlier than this? Cause I feel like oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, in hashtag, uh, Trish love fest, uh, let's get it started when after the vote, you know, and I said, I thought Jeffra right. was going to be bitter after this. And I was right that Jeffra was very sour about the whole LJ thing, but it's Trish who says basically, look, uh, I'm not mad at Tony for what he did. That Tony didn't tell me. I understand why he did it. I'm not mad at Tony. I trust Tony. I want to keep working with Tony. And right. a lot of lesser players would have said, uh, that's it. You know, and we've seen Trish go off the handle this season. Like, uh, you mess with Boston. That's it. Um, <laughs> you know, she didn't do that. And she said she put her game best interest first and said, I'm going to make the, I'm going to fix this with Tony and Tony and Tony, the wheels are turning. Hey, how do we fix this? How do we fix this? And to her credit, you know, she's like, Hey, let's go look for lemons and I'll talk to you all day. And it's almost like she wanted to get out of that whole like Tony manic craziness that, right. that he was getting into. And she's like, Hey, I don't want to talk to you when you're like this. Let's That's a down. great observation. That's a really good observation about how she sort of calmed him down almost by just completely removing herself from it. Although then isn't that when he goes off and builds the spy shack? No, he had already built the spy shack and then before the credits or before the opening of the episode. And so okay. he already had, he already had that going and kudos yeah. for her for not saying anything incriminating, uh, that there was the whole thing with the spy shack. First, oh, right, right. So this is, this is when, the, when they're on the reward is when she's, he's just spinning. Oh, Jeffra's, Jeffra's going to flip on us. Don't you guys understand? Everyone understands. But Tony, you know, of course is, is, is spinning and, and Trish does a great job of calming him down. But the best part of the Trish love fest was that conversation in the water. When she's talking with Jeffra and Cass and Jeffra is basically saying, I don't trust Tony. I'm not going to vote. I'm going to vote against Tony. Right, right. And then and so what what Trish does is is calls Tony out publicly. She says, you know, Tony, you are wrong to do that. We're all angry at you and you're going to stop now. And then it gives Tony the opportunity to say, yes, I'm going to stop. Now, no one really thinks that Tony's going to stop. Maybe Jeffra believes that. Um, but it's, you know, I think and it's important for this narrative of the tribe being angry and Tony apologizing and the tribe coming back together again uh, to, to convince Jeffra to stay with them. Yeah. And Trish does a very, very good job, even though that's not what she believes. It's like she puts Tony over her knee in front yep. of Jeffra and gives him the spanking that he de- that, you know, in Jeffra's mind, he deserved for for blow of uh, voting out LJ. 
And then they get her back on board. And I don't think they knew to what degree that she had already flipped. I don't know if those four people, those other four people knew she had already promised to the other three on the reward that she was voting with them. Well, it seems like, you know, it seems like she didn't because like, you know, that's another thing Trish does is that when they're in the water, when Trish and Jeff are in their water, Trish notices that Jeff is upset and she goes over to Jeff and says, hey, I can see something's wrong with you. You know, what's going on? Yeah. And that's what Jeff says. You know, I'm, I'm don't not excited excited about this whole Tony situation and more points. She doesn't go and tell Tony like, uh, like, Hey, Tony, just so you know, I think Jeffra right. is thinking about voting with the other people. Like she's, she does exactly what needs to be done to get Jeffra back on board, restore that majority of five to three. Uh, now do you feel like Jeffra made the right decisions in this episode? <laughs> Did Jeffra make this? <laughs> decisions um do i feel jeffra made the right decisions in this episode i mean yes because jeffra to go with tasha spencer and jeremiah any of those three is going to beat her in the end they're the underdogs they're who everyone is rooting for you know jeffra like and they're the one they're gonna you know she might get to the end with them because you know one of them will want to sit next to her but you know if jeffra sits next to tony and Cass, maybe she can get the votes because people don't like tony and Cass. Plus, she has to pick rocks. Also, her best case scenario right. was the four four tie, four votes, four votes for Tony, I guess, and then four votes for uh, whoever the, the other side votes for. Not to mention, Tony has the uh, TPI, and so it would just like that. Tony wouldn't go home, and so she doesn't even realize what a good decision she made by not. They should have all just voted out Jeffra. That would have been the move here, right? Isn't that the move, Rob? Vote uh, that, you know, I like that. You know, I yeah. went into tonight thing. If you would have asked me at you know seven fifty nine, who's going home tonight? I was going to say Jeffra. Yeah, um, but somehow you know, I guess you know, so, somehow she she evades evades the vote. Uh, the classic survivor phrase: evade the vote. Um, that being said. So, I feel yeah. like she has 0.0% chance to win the game. <laughs> um, so here's That's the problem. Man would say. Yeah. about Who knows though? You know what? I feel like this season is any person's game. I'm even, I'm even thinking like, could, could Wu pull it out? I don't know. Um, he got a lot of unnecessary airtime tonight. Uh, no. So, so here's the thing. Even when Trish is convincing Jeff to stick with them, does her alliance even know that, that she's playing that game? And this gets back to that question that you were asking earlier. Does anyone see the moves Trish is making? Um, and at Tribal Council, I think Trish did a really good job of kind of communicating to the jury uh, that she also didn't know about LJ's blind side. You know, when Jeff was like, I was so taken aback. Trish is like, oh, yeah, I also, I too was taken aback. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> but But, you know, does anyone notice this game she's playing? I, I don't know if they do. How about this, Stephen? Okay, f- final three. Let's say the fi- the final four gets to, uh, and who's out? Who's out at final five? Is it who do they get rid of? Is it Jeffra? Is it Wu? Let's say wow. this is I, the five. I think who it's Jeffra. I think it's Jeffra. Okay, let's uh, let's play that out. Okay, okay. So Jeffra's out at five, and then we get to four. Okay, it's Tony. Trish, Wu, and Cass. Okay, yeah. and maybe they say, "All right." The three other people said, "Let's get rid of Tony because okay, maybe Tony. You know what? Tony's played such a good game. Uh, we can't beat him hypothetically." Right. Okay, if the final three is now Cass, Wu, and Trish, who gets the votes? Trish or Wu or Cass? 
three must get the votes. That would be actually a very interesting. I don't think it would be the most compelling for the viewers. Um, And I think there would be a lot of like uh, you guys all follow Tony. But if they did then get rid of Tony and then put that on their resume of this was our big move. We rode Tony to the end and then we got rid of Tony. Uh, but Trish is, let's be honest, like Trish has made a lot of big moves here. She was the one who got cast to flip. I actually, I think the votes are going to Trish in that situation. You know, I, I think Trish came off a little bit annoying in the early part of the season, but uh, I don't think the people who she's with now have that experience of her. Um, yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, give me the power rankings here to win the game. Okay, let's give me odds to, odds to win. I think at this point, Tony is back at the top spot. I think my rankings would be Tony, Tony's Trish, one, Trish's two. Trish. Wow, Cass, Wu, Jeffra, Jeffra's ahead Tasha. of Spencer and Tasha. Tasha and Spencer. I don't think it's looking good for Tasha and Spencer. I feel like that it's not looking good for them, but I feel like if they were to somehow get to the end, they would have a case. Whereas Jeffra, even if she got to the end. Right, I, right. I'm not sure what her case would be. No, you're right. You're right. Tasha and Spencer are, bu- are above Wu and Jeffra. No, I don't know about Wu. Uh, Wu might still be hanging around there. But okay, just like, but like, I don't know. Like Spencer's voting confessional. Hey, dude, like show me that he didn't respect Wu as a human. And, you know, more. <laughs> let's not say, you know, as a, let's say he didn't respect him as a Spencer. survivor player. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. uh, very funny, though. That was very, yeah. that was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Any, let's see. Any, any anything else from from tonight you want to talk about? Any uh, papaya trees? Yeah, the papaya tree thing. It was kind of you know oversold. I, you know, no one died, so I was underwhelmed. You know, I was. That's the problem with with uh, overselling your. I, I think the bigger story there is Trish says uh, the papayas are remind her of Morgan's boobs. Yeah. There you go. They were they were on screen right behind you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see the similarity, but you know. <laughs> okay. Um. Wait, I, I feel like there's something that we're not talking about here, and I, I'm just not sure what it is. Um, what do you think, though? Is there any chance that, like, I just feel like Spencer and Tosh both have this narrative of getting to the end. I just don't believe neither of them is going to make it. We've seen Spencer especially throughout the whole season. He had that crazy quote, the only way for us to the end is through both these other tribes. I just kind of still in my heart think maybe he goes all the way. Yeah, I don't want to write off either of those two either. And that's why I'm kind of bummed out after this episode, because I kind of feel like that this episode feels like to me that this spells the doom for those two. Now, one, I feel one of them is definitely gone next week. Uh, I think that's I feel like that's 100 percent. But are you telling me that either whatever one remains, whether it's Spencer or Tasha, can't go on a, you know, Chris Daugherty or Danny Boatwright type run here from six to go to the end. The problem for me just thinking about that is that their move would be, hey, let's vote out Tony. But I guess what the saving grace needs to be if Tony feels right. like that I want to change the people that I'm voting for. Hey, Wu is looking pretty good. He doesn't have any blood on his hands. You know, Trish, that, you know, I think people are starting to respect her in the game. Uh, you know, uh, 
you've got Jeffra. She doesn't have blood on her hands. So if Tony starts thinking about, oh, maybe my end game possibilities, I need to change up who I'm sitting at the end with, which would probably be incorrect, then maybe that's where I think the the genesis of this change comes from. And, and Tony is a force of chaos, right? Like Tony likes to screw, to mess things up. He likes to make moves for their own sake. So now that, you know, now that he's got some comfort, maybe he does make some ridiculous, you know, complete change and shift in the, in the dynamics. Yeah. And what about the ironically named chaos cast now is she's like, yeah. that, that's like Party when, line cast more like, am I right? Yeah, That's like when the, you know, there's like a, you know, a huge, like seven foot tall guy and you name him tiny. Is that basically yeah. what chaos cast has become? Yeah. Yeah, she really like just had one moment of chaos. I mean, it was a big moment of chaos, but but uh, otherwise not that much chaos from cats. Yeah. All right. Let's get to um, I want to go give ourselves uh, ironic nicknames also. Yeah. OK. OK. Uh, we'll, come, we'll, we'll, let, we'll leave that for the chat room for leave that for the yeah. chat room to come up with ironic nicknames for uh, Robin Steven. All right. So let's get to some questions, Steven. Now, get us started here on your questions. Send them in hashtag R.H.A.P. Or go to our YouTube channel, robhaswebsite.com slash YouTube. Steven, kick us off. Edward Giordano wants to know, should Spencer have seen through Wu's comment on voting for the person who probably doesn't have the idol? What, what do you think, Rob? So here's here's the setup. At Tribal Council, Jeff says, you know, who, do you, who are you voting for? Do idols come into play? Wu says, we need to fix it. You know, we need to focus on voting for the person who probably doesn't have the idol. Uh, the question is, should Spencer have been like, oh, that means they're going for Jeremiah? I, you know, people have also said in, you know, since the episode airs, the fact that Jeffro went to Jeremiah and told him that, hey, just so you know, I'm probably not going to vote for you. Did that speak to that they were going to vote for Jeremiah also? Which just on that note, I thought that was also a bad job by Jeffra to go and tell them that they were that she wasn't voting with them anymore. Oh, you didn't think Jeff played the most strategic game she could have? In <laughs> Whatever, that situation? let's not get too distracted. But um, I don't know. You know, the, those the, those things happen so fast at Tribal Council. I don't know how much Spencer could have taken from one from one quote. And maybe he was going to play for Jeremiah, but maybe the Tony thing undid what Wu had said. So it's. I just can't say. believe. I think that Tony thing was cute. I thought it was a good move by Tony. I just can't believe it, it affected Spencer more than ten percent, one way or the other. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat room have said that the ironic nickname for us is actually the know-it-alls. <laughs> All right, zing from the from the people in the oh, chat. Oh, that's great. Good good stuff, chat room. Okay, uh, Jessica uh, Christian Christine McQuaid wants to know why is Tony the only survivor to search for the idol? I was curious about this too. Like. Why is no one else out there digging in the dirt for the super idol? Well, we don't know necessarily that they weren't out there digging for the super idol. And I mean, you would think that as they were looking for the last idol, they probably would have also been looking for the super idol. But because there has been no second mention of it, maybe there hasn't been that much of an emphasis. But Tony is like, you know, a dog that is like, you know, remembering like, uh, I know that toy's around here somewhere. I'm going to, you know, (laughs) He's looking under the couch and everything. And it's like, what is he, what is he looking for? What is he looking for? Um, so I don't know. That's, I think that's just speaks to what's great about Tony. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know what? Like you're out there, like it's easy to forget. You're really freaking tired out there. You know, it's hot. You're exhausted. It's hard to get off by yourself. There's a lot of reasons why it's not that easy to go look for an idol. 
and why you know you often see these people who are the most driven and the most energetic are the ones who are out there finding them, whether that's Russell Hans, whether that's Boston Rob, whether it's Tyson, whether it's Ozzy. Uh, you know, it's not a coincidence that the big players are the ones who find the idols. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Zachary Zarnett Klein, who wants to know, where does Cass see herself fitting into this alliance of five? Why doesn't she think that she's number five? It's interesting. I mean, maybe, Kat, you know, that's that's always the, the challenge, I think, watching the show is getting the sort of inter or intra-alliance dynamics. You know, maybe Cass is, you know, allegedly we've heard from interviews that, you know, Spencer and Jeffra and Tasha were super tight. And that's why cast flipped, you know, so we don't really know how, how those dynamics are shaping out. Uh, maybe cast thinks she can make it to the end because Tony's got something against Wu, or, you know, we, there's just no way we can, we can speculate about it. Can I speculate about it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Here's what I think is going on. Okay. So I think Tony thinks that he has a three person final three and his final three for Tony is Tony Wu and Trish. Okay. Now, okay. Cass, I, I, then I think that the women may also have a final three. And I think that there may also be a final three of Trish, Cass, and Jeffra. And now Trish, of course, is in that ideal spot in both final threes. So really, whatever ends up happening happens, I think, is okay for Trish. And I think that's why she's, she, was, she didn't want to really strategize about Jeffra while Jeffra was away, because Jeffra is also in her final three. So I feel like in some ways, maybe Trish might be in the best position, because once Tony's idol is up, then, you know, there could be, when they get down to five, it could be the three women are together, and they pick off Tony and Wu, pick off Wu at four, at five, and then Tony at four, and maybe be Tony suspecting that that might be going on could be what makes him decide to work with Spencer and get rid of one of the three women that are left. How this is like it seems like I'm so far down the rabbit hole of like fan fiction here, and that Spencer's mom, you know, on a family visit, his his mom will come with Tony's sister and Spencer's mom. Will Was be that best that outlandish? What? Was that that outlandish? No, what I was? Picturing? I think it's conceivable, but it's like. Is there any evidence for this alleged women's alliance? No, no, which is there's like not. The starting point. Well, the the I would have to say that, and and you know, I typically don't like the fan fiction, but we know that that has been mentioned before that yes. Tony Wu and Trish have an alliance that they that, they have yes, a final three. Yeah. Okay? Now we have to say now Cass, who is an intelligent person, we have to be saying she has to be thinking what is Cass's final three. So right. Cass must have a final three. Jeffra must have a final three that she's sold on. Presumably, I'm not as sure about that one, but I know Cass must be buying a bill of goods from somebody. So what final three is Cass buying? Well, and you know, Cass might really be thinking of a flip at seven, right? Or, or even that's you know where she said last week it's too soon to make a move. Obviously, that looked highly ironic to everybody because she had made a move like the week before. But uh, you know, she might be thinking, okay, well at seven I'm going to flip things again, you know, and she's kind of waiting to like whittle people, I guess, whittle people down, and then kind of turn things on their head one more time. Okay, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I, I do think that the best move for those three women in the five would be to get together and vote out Tony and Wu, especially when they oh. are number them three to two. It's only the best move for one person, right? Whoever wins in the end. <laughs> sure.
I don't know. I don't know. That's, Sorry. That's your motto. It sounded wise. Motto. sounded wise. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Uh, it's, Terry wants to know, when Tony said that his idol was fake, why didn't Spencer tell him to throw it in the fire if this was true? Well, I mean, now we're, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a it's a super tense moment. So much is on the line, and I think the one thing we can say about Spencer is that he has big emotions. So maybe he didn't say the perfect thing at the perfect time, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a hard. That's and a hard. You bar also have the knowledge that what his that the and that was the Tyler Perry idol that he was showing. That was the alleged fake idol. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so we know, know as yeah. viewers that it is a real idol, that's a super idol, so we're saying, oh, well, why didn't they tell him to throw it in the fire? Well, you know, that's because we have more knowledge than Spencer did at that time. Right, and you know, I mean, from, from Spencer's perspective, like, maybe it was a piece of cloth, you know, like, he's just got no idea what that yeah. is. he probably thought it was a, whatever the last idol Tony found was in, the, in a rock inside the case. Right. Um, so David Nelson wants to know, they never showed why Spencer's alliance voted for Wu and not Tony. Why do you think they switched? Now, that's interesting. Why, why did they switch? Because they, they weren't really afraid that, that Tony would have an idol. So why, why put the, the votes on Wu? I guess the, I think that they're sort of in the, like, we don't know what Tony could do. You know, we don't right. know if Tony found another idol. We don't know what, what Tony could do. So let's try to vote out Wu because I think they feel like that next week also, you know, they still need an agent of change. So they're thinking that maybe let's vote out Wu. If this works, now Wu is gone. And then next week, our move is let's go back to Jeffra. And instead of selling her on a 4-4 tie, now let's sell her on, okay, now we'll definitely vote out Tony. So I kind of feel like... Tony in the game is like a good way to sort of focus negative energy on Tony. Because it's like, you know, if this is football, it's like not only do they need the touchdown, they also need the two-point conversion. So they need to not only get a number out this week, they also will need another move next week. So keeping Tony in the game, whether it's Tony that wants to maybe flip on his three or whether it's Jeffra that wants to still flip on Tony, they still need another move next week. Right. Okay. Keep going. Uh, uh, and Jay wants to know, in Panama, Aras really benefited from Terry having the idol. Even though he isn't in the majority, is there any way that Tony having the idol could actually help Spencer's case? So in case you don't remember, uh, in Survivor Panama, Terry Dietz had the super idol, and he was sort of using it as this leverage tool to try to build allies, uh, to keep himself in the game. But what it did was really sort of like focus all that neg- negative energy on Tony and kind of like, I'm sorry, on Terry and kind of uh, radicalize people against him. I think that's sort of what's what's being referred to here. I mean, would you, I mean, do you, well, what do you think of that, Rob? Well, I think certainly it could be a disadvantage to Tony somehow if he starts telling people about it and then everybody is like, uh, hey, wait a second, Tony has this really powerful thing. And so even if they can't vote out Tony, they could start to you know, uh, neutralize his, like you could take out Wu and take out, you know, Tasha and Spencer. I see, I don't think it could work for Tasha and Spencer, but I think that they could, that his allies, if they know that he has this powerful thing, I think they could start to, you know, take other people that he could work with off the board. Even if you like get rid of his pawns and then basically get him into a corner where you could checkmate him at final four. Right. I mean, everyone else would start to get super worried about it. I think that's what you're saying. And it looks like that's what Delier Toncho is saying as well. 
Yeah. Okay. Let's. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoever said. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's let's do uh, two more questions, Stephen. Let me just tell you, tell you about the show we've got coming up tomorrow. Okay. Big. Okay. In addition to talking to Jeremy, aka Jeremiah, in the morning, we've got okay the the reigning Miss Survivor. Oh wow. Andrea Belke will be oh. in in Los Angeles live as wow. my co-host tomorrow. Wow. Wow. And we're going to talk with your favorite Bushkowskis, Vetus. Vetus. Bushkowskis. <laughs> I just knew offhand. Yes. I knew which one my favorite was. Yes, we're going um, to interview him in person. And then for the voicemail, Stephen, we are going to have the chairperson of the Survivor Wine and Cheese Alliance, oh, wow. Eliza Orleans. For- oh, I thought it was me. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> will join me to answer voicemails from the listeners and talk about that as the greatest survivor tweeter of all time. She's going (laughs) to talk about everything happening on social media. Tell us why she doesn't like all these different people from the show. And so make sure you get your voicemails in tomorrow. Uh, You know, don't wait around till late in the day. Get them in before noon Eastern. Okay. One, one voicemail that I think it's important or two voicemails. I think it's important for Eliza to answer. Maybe someone, you know, should, should think about it is, um, is it a good idea to throw a challenge? And uh, are quitters okay? I think think she should speak to those points. All right. So get those voicemails in. Rob has a website.com slash voicemail or 323-282-RHAP. That's going to be, it's going to be a a jam-packed show tomorrow. Okay. Wow. You really, you're really like piling it on. That's crazy. It's like sweeps weeks. I know. I know. One one of these days, one of these podcasts is going to go over three hours this season. It's, it's, (laughs) your Sophie one, wasn't that like the over, that was was like 252. Yeah. We're really, we need an intervention. Didn't like the early, early days, Tyson, you had like some like six hour podcast. one of them we set to split into two parts, but uh, people yeah. said they don't like that. Okay. Uh, two, um, two more questions. You do one, I'll do one. Take all right. One. Alex wants to know, Alex Zikafimaba wants to know, should Tony should Tony lie about the special idol superpowers? Like, should he say it can be played for two people, for example? That's interesting. What do you think, Rob? I would say, why? Why would Tony do that? We've, we've already established Tony is in the best position. Tony is already in the finale. Why would Tony do anything to screw this up now the answer is because he's tony um that is the correct answer to that question but no that's what i was gonna say that's what i was gonna say tony should Uh, not do that yeah no i i I, yeah i agree like there's no there's no point for him to even tell people he has a super idol okay all right let's do one one more question here with steven fishback tonight matthew moore wants to know do you think it would be more beneficial for tony you like that more more beneficial for tony yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, if everybody knew that he had the idol or not, no, it would be less beneficial for Tony if everybody knew he had the idol. Okay. One more question that's not about uh, whether oh, Tony I, should tell people they're the idol. I actually just got a good one. Um, how great, from Alex Kuntz on Twitter, how great is the LJ vote looking now? Tony getting away with no repercussions is ideal for him. So I think it's worth talking about because I was very opposed to the LJ vote and uh, you were for it. And, you know, you don't want to be totally results focused, but in this kind of thing, you sort of have to be. What do you think? Does the LJ vote? You does the LJ vote look better now in retrospect? Yeah, I think it looks it looks even better now. And I, I don't want to take so much credit because it didn't go the way I thought it was it was going to go. I thought that okay, well now Tony has to you know uh, pick up the work with a different group of people. I didn't see Trish being so forgiving and really right. pulling Jeffra back into the fold. I did not I did not see that. So I can't say like oh I see. I told you it was going to work out because it didn't work out the way I thought it was, even though it turned out to be a good move. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely have to eat crow there. Like, oh, whatever, Tony, you know, it's one thing, you know, Tony obviously knew the track dynamics better than I do. Uh, so uh, he, he certainly, you know, it, it looked like the results show that it was the right move at the right time. All right. One more question here tonight with Stephen Fishback on the Survivor Know-It-Alls, the not ironically named. Um, should Spencer have known as a fan of Survivor that the other alliance would likely target Jeremiah since people saw him as less likely to have an idol? Well, that goes back to, you know, beginnings and endings. That's how we opened the show. Did Tony's move, did Tony's fake out throw Spencer off? I also think that, you know, Spencer's, you know, Spencer saw... We see as many times as people target the person who's less likely to have it, they make the mistake and target the person who's more likely to have it. You know, we saw it with Galoo and Samoa, where they voted for Russell instead of voting for Natalie, you know, we, or Mick. We saw it, you know, we saw it this season when Sarah was insisted on voting for Tony because he, she was sure he didn't have an idol. So I think that, like, as much as you can, like, think that the, the other alliance might be more inclined to target Jeremiah, you know, when, when it comes to yourself getting voted out or having three more days in the game. I just think that kind of consideration is so trivial. Two things I want to ask you about LJ. One, did you watch his Ponderosa video, Stephen? Uh, no, I didn't. How was it? <laughs> I think you would like it. I think you should. Dreamy? Was I think it dreamy? Should, I think you should check out his Ponderosa video. Now, I'm getting some people in the chat room saying that LJ did not look as good on the jury, and that some people are saying that maybe uh, that he should he needs to keep wearing his hat. His hat is a good part of his look. You know what? I, I mean, to me, LJ was a great player. I thought he was a great dude. Uh, I, I think he's a handsome guy, but like his facial hair or his, his hair situation, don't really care. You know, like I'm not like primarily attracted to LJ as for his handsomeness, but rather for his internal qualities. So you're you look past looks. You're not superficial. Yeah, I'm not superficial at it when it comes to LJ. OK, well, all right. Well, that's that's it was great. And very handsome. It's very good. Steve, did you listen to my interview with LJ? Um, no. What did he say? Give, give me some highlights. Well, you can go back and listen to it. But I told him that you oh, were very upset about him being voted off. And he said he oh, could have gone over last week and watched the episode with you. <laughs> if I'd known, if I'd only known that was an option, my God, I wish. He could have broed down with you. Yeah. But it would have been hard for me to like hide my disappointment. You know, I would have been like wiping away tears, you know, silently. But that's why I said it would have been a very bittersweet night for you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right. Okay. So tomorrow, you you know what's coming. L, well, not LJ. Jeremiah, Jeremy interview coming tomorrow morning. And then our big podcast with Miss Survivor, Vetus, and then your voicemails with Eliza. So very, very big Thursday coming up. Thank you guys for joining us live. And also thank you to you guys who listen in the archives as well. We very much do appreciate it. And so definitely let us know your comments on this. And then make sure you're subscribed and locked in for more. Rob has a podcast. Rob has a website.com slash iTunes for the audio feed on iTunes or uh, for the video feed. Go to Rob has a website.com slash YouTube. Steven, have a great night. You too, Rob. Great talking to you as always. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.